loves us. Y él nos ama. Amen. Father, we just thank you for your living word this afternoon. Padre, te damos gracias por tu palabra viva esta tarde. We thank you, Lord, that you came to give us life. Damos gracias de que veniste a darnos vida. And so often we forget that that life is not ours, Lord, it's yours. Muy a menudo olvidamos de que esa vida no es nuestra, sino que es tuya, Señor. But we're tired of our own life, oh God. Estamos cansados de nuestra propia vida, Señor. We want more of you and less of ourselves. Nosotros queremos más de ti y menos de nosotros. Thank you for speaking to us this afternoon, Lord. Gracias por hablarnos esta tarde, Señor. In Jesus' precious name. En el nombre precioso de Jesús. You can be seated. Amen. We've been teaching on the, the, the living word of God and God's word, different titles for God's word. Hemos estado estudiando la palabra viva de Dios, diferentes expresiones que encontramos en la Biblia de la palabra de Dios. Quiero que una vez más uh, repasemos cada una de estas expresiones antes de que continuemos hoy. Antes de que hagamos eso, ¿cuántos pueden decir de corazón que aman la palabra de Dios? Puedes decir, amo este libro. <laughs> I love the Bible. Amo la Biblia. It should be the only book that we carry with us everywhere we go. It's the book of life. Amen. Some of the what, we're, what we've been doing is just looking in God's Word and finding different titles that are given to God's Word. Y lo que hemos hecho es de que hemos visto diferentes títulos o expresiones de que encontramos en la Biblia que es dada la palabra de Dios. And real, finding how it applies to our life and how our life relates to God's word. Y encontramos cómo cómo se se uh, how our life relates to God's cómo word. Cómo nuestra vida se relaciona a la palabra de Dios. One of the titles in Hebrews 1 verse 3 is that, that God's word is the word of power. Uno de estos títulos en Hebreos 1:3 es de que la palabra de Dios es la palabra de poder. And the question we ask ourselves is do we tremble at God's word understanding its authority and power? La pregunta que nos hacíamos es que si temblamos a la palabra de Dios entendiendo la autoridad y el poder que tiene. Realizing that his words created the heavens and the earth. Entendiendo que esta esta palabra creó los cielos y la tierra. Just the word. That's all God spoke. Just the words. La palabra es todo lo que Dios habló. And it says in Hebrews 1:3 that He holds all things up. He sustains everything by His word. Dice en Hebreos 1:3 de que Él sostiene todas las cosas por el poder de su palabra. Isaiah 66, God asks a question. En Isaías 66, Dios pregunta. He says, "Who can build a throne or a temple for me?" Dios pregunta quién es quien puede edificar un trono o un templo says, para mí. Heaven is my throne. Dios dice el cielo es mi trono. The earth is just my footstool. Y la tierra eh, es mi es mi estudio. ¿no? But it says the place where I dwell. Pero dice Dios el lugar en el que yo habito. Is in, is in the heart of those that tremble at my word. Es en el corazón de aquel que tiembla a mi palabra. That's the kind of house. 
that God has. Esa es la casa, la habitación que Dios tiene. That's the kind of place where God lives. Ese es el lugar en el que Dios mora. How many here want to be the temple of the Lord? ¿Cuántos quieren ser ese templo para Dios? Amen. The temple where God dwells. El templo en el que Dios vive. And the second uh, expression that we studied was where the Bible is called the word of faith. La segunda expresión que encontramos es la palabra de fe. And we saw how God's word not only does it we found how God's word actually brings faith to our life. Y vemos cómo la palabra de Dios trae más, uh, fe a nuestra vida. It, we need then of our own will to choose to believe it. Entonces necesitamos de nuestra propia voluntad escoger creerla. But God speaks first. Pero Dios habla primero. And that very word brings faith to us. Y esa palabra trae fe a nosotros. Romans 10:17 says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Romanos 10:17 dice que la fe viene por el oír y el oír la palabra de Dios. Everybody wants to have more faith. Todos quieren tener más fe. Everybody wants to live with more faith in their life. Todos queremos más fe para nuestra vida. And we often wonder, well, how can I get that faith? A menudo nos preguntamos, ¿cómo puedo recibir más fe? Right here, getting into God's words. Aquí mismo, en la palabra de Dios. Studying the word. Estudiando su palabra. Listening to the word. Escuchando su palabra. Not just listening to fill up our minds. No solo escuchar para llenar tu mente. But, but to be able to receive it with faith. Sino poder recibirla en fe. This word must become our book. Esta, esta palabra tiene que convertirse en nuestro libro. A third expression we saw is in Acts 20 verse 32, the word of God is called the word of grace. En otra expresión que vemos en Hechos 20:32 es la palabra de gracia. Everything God asks us to do. Todo lo que Dios nos pide que hagamos. He offers us the grace to do it. Él nos ofrece la gracia If para hacerlo. If he says, hacerlo. "Get out of the boat and walk on the water," si él dice, "Sal de la barca y camina las aguas." We don't need to sit back and think, "Well, now can I do something like that, or do I need to be trained first? No tenemos que pensar y preguntarnos, "Pero puedo hacer esto? Necesito ser entrenado primero. How do I learn? How can I learn to walk on water? That's not the way it works. ¿Cómo aprendo a caminar en las aguas? No es así como trabaja. If God says it. Si Dios lo dice, then there's the ability to do it. Entonces también nos da la habilidad para hacerlo. And that's why Job said in Job 23 that God's word was more important to him than his necessary food. Por eso Job en el capítulo 23 dijo de que su palabra más importante para él que su comida necesaria. Jesus says, Jesus told his disciples one time, he says, my meat or my food is doing the will of him that sent me. Jesucristo le dijo una vez a los discípulos de que su comida era hacer la voluntad de su padre que le había enviado. As we obey God's word, y mientras obedecemos la palabra de Dios, recibimos fuerza. It doesn't come before that. No viene antes de eso. It doesn't come. We don't receive that strength and then say, "Well, now I'm going to do it." <laughs> no recibimos esa esa fortaleza y decimos, "Bueno, ahora puedo hacerlo." We have to step out and do it. Tenemos que dar el paso para hacerlo. We have to get out of the boat. Tienes que salir de la barca. We have to step out onto the water. Tienes que pararte a andar en las aguas. And then the ability will be there. Y entonces la habilidad va a estar ahí. That's the way God's word works. Yes, the word of grace. Palabra de Dios obra es la palabra de gracia. The other title we saw for God's word is that it's the word of righteousness or the word of holiness. La expresión que vimos que es la palabra de justicia de de santidad. And the question we asked ourselves in studying that was, is as we read and study and hear God's word, is something changing in our way of thinking? Or do we still think 
the same way we've always thought. Y nos preguntábamos de que si mi manera de que leer ¿no? de la palabra de Dios, si mi manera de pensar está cambiando o si está permaneciendo igual. Is our mind being renewed? Es nuestra mente está siendo renovada. Is our mind being changed? Está nuestra mente siendo cambiada. There's a lot of things we do because it's the way we were raised up or it's our culture, our way of thinking. Muchas cosas hacemos porque así como hemos sido criados es nuestra cultura o como pensamos. But God wants to change all of that in our life. Pero Dios quiere cambiar todo eso en nuestra vida. He wants to renew our minds. Quiere renovar nuestra mente. He wants us to think the way he does. Que podamos pensar como él piensa. The next one we saw is that it's the word of truth. Uh, lo siguiente que vimos fue es la palabra de verdad. And we saw how God's word is like a sharp two-edged sword. Veíamos como la palabra de Dios es como una espada de dos filos. And uh, not not just a sword that we can cut everybody else up with. No solo una espada con la que podemos cortar a todos, but rather one that cuts us as well. Two sides to that sword. Más es una espada también que nos corta a nosotros, por eso tiene dos lados. And uh, the, the more we allow God's word to penetrate into our heart and cut our hearts. Y lo más que dejamos que la palabra de Dios es para penetrar nuestro corazón y corte nuestro corazón. The sharper it will be to help others also. Lo más filosa entonces que va a ser para poder cortar a otros también. It's difficult when God speaks. Sometimes things are revealed inside of us that we wish we hadn't have seen. Es difícil ¿no? a veces cuando Dios habla hay cosas que son reveladas en nosotros que a veces desearíamos que no fuera así. Sometimes we have an impression of ourselves and God's word comes and shows us how wrong we are. A veces tenemos una impresión de nosotros y la palabra de Dios viene y nos muestra algo diferente y nos damos cuenta quizá lo equivocado que estamos. We saw how Jacob had to wrestle with an angel. Vemos cómo Jacob tuvo que luchar con el ángel. Jacob his name meant a deceiver. El nombre de Jacob significaba un, un engañador. And he had deceived many others and then he found out for about 20 years he was being deceived. Y había engañado a muchos y por muchos años hasta que vino a darse cuenta de que él mismo estaba siendo engañado. And he, up to that time he was just complaining about how badly he was being treated. Y hasta ese momento él simplemente se estaba Ahora quejando de cuán mal estaba siendo tratado. Everybody's treating me wrong, Jacob said. Jacob dijo, todos me, todos están lidiando mal conmigo. Until that day he wrestled with the angel. Hasta ese día en que luchó con el ángel. Angel asked him a simple question. Y el ángel le hizo una pregunta simple. What is your name? ¿Cuál es tu nombre? That was a hard thing for Jacob to answer. Y para Jacob era algo muy difícil de responder. He knew his name. Él sabía su nombre. The angel, of course, knew what his name was too. Y el ángel sabía también su nombre. But at that point Jacob realized he had to admit who he really was. Pero en ese momento Jacob entendió que tenía que admitir quién era. The conviction of truth had come. Conviction of truth had come. Y la, la convicción, la verdad que viene. And when he spoke the words, my name is Jacob. Y él habló su nombre, pronunció su nombre diciendo mi nombre es Jacob. Immediately. Inmediatamente. He was changed. Fue cambiado. His, his name was changed to Israel. Su nombre fue cambiado a Israel. That's hard for us to come to, isn't it? Sometimes. Y es difícil a veces que nosotros lleguemos a ese punto. You know, we like to, to, to see the faults in everybody else. We're real good at that sometimes. Y a veces nos gusta saber las faltas en otros. No, no somos buenos. Para I was eso. reading a devotional the other day, and, and boy, a It's a devotion I've read for many years, the same devotional book, My Utmost for His Highest. Y el otro día escuché, leí este devocional que ya lo he leído por muchos años, 
Es que, que por el mismo que he leído ya por, por años, ¿no? But it was like all of a sudden I, I, I saw something that I, I just had never remember reading before. Y de repente miré, encontré algo que como que no recordaba haberlo leído antes. And it said this. Y dice. He says, he says, if you pay attention to the people that God puts around you. Y dice así de que si prestas atención a las personas que Dios pone a tu alrededor. You'll often find that God is trying to show you what you're like to him. A menudo vas a encontrar de que Dios está tratando de mostrarte what you are to him. Está tratando de mostrarte lo que tú eres para él, ¿no? Did you catch that? Entendémoslo. The kind, this is, it's, you, it's, you're not going to be able to swallow this in one gulp. <laughs> you, you, you're not going to be able to swallow this in one gulp. Think about it. The kind of people God allows and puts around you. Think about it. Pénsalo. And realize that's God's way of showing you what you're like to Him. Date cuenta de que es la manera de mostrarte, ¿no? Dios, de lo que es tu vida para él. Think about that. The people that around you that you criticize the most, that you speak bad about the most. Personas Why are they like that? I don't understand why they're like that. Se habla de ellos, los criticas más, que dice, o sea, I don't understand why they're like that. No los entiendo, dice. What's wrong with that, brother? What's wrong with that sister? Why do they act like that? ¿Por qué tú así, dice? Just take a moment and think what, what this man said. Bueno, piensa un momento en lo que este hombre dijo. Maybe God has put that person near you. Quizá Dios ha puesto esa persona cerca de ti. To help you see what you're like to him. Y quizás para que puedas ver lo que tu vida es ante él kind of knocks the wind out of you a little bit, doesn't it? Quizás te deja sin aire, ¿no? Kind of knocks the wind out of you a little bit, doesn't it? If you really consider it, huh? If you consider it. God has interesting... That's why, that's why it's frightening to me to see people that leave churches because of problems they have with other people in the church. Por eso es interesante a veces considerando personas de que Quizás se van a una iglesia por problemas que tienen con otras personas. It's true. If there's sin in a church and the sin's not being dealt with, yeah, we need to run away from such churches. Y es verdad de que si hay pecado en una iglesia en el cual no es tratado, quizás hay que correr de ese lugar. But when we're just talking about people that, that God is dealing with that aren't perfect yet, and they're there in that church and that person just bothers you and irritates you, and that's the reason why you feel like you've got to get out of that church and go someplace else. Y cuando hablamos quizás de uh, personas ¿no? que aún no son perfectas, de que quizás Dios está tratando con ellas, ¿no? Y de que uh, por eso quizás te molesta, no te sientes, te sientes incómodo, ¿no? Y sientes que por eso tienes que salir, buscar otro lugar. That's never a reason to leave a church. Entonces realmente esa nunca va a ser una razón para que dejes una iglesia. That's the very reason churches exist. Esa es la razón por la que la iglesia existe. That you and I will be in a place in fellowship, close communion with other people that drive us crazy. Right? That's the reason why we're here. Por eso estamos aquí. To bug each other to death. Quizás para, para sofocarnos hasta to get on each other's nerves. Para que, que no, 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 uh, no, uh, <laughs> I don't know how to put that in Spanish, right? 
That, that's, that's, that's what we're here for. Por eso estamos aquí. Proverbs says it real clear. Proverbio lo dice muy claro. Just like iron sharpens iron. Así que así como el hierro afila el hierro. Just like stones in a creek. Como quizá las piedras en un arroyo, ¿no? As they're bouncing around, knocking into each other down that riverbed. Mientras quizá van tropezando unas con otras en la corriente hacia el río. All of a sudden, the sharp edges aren't there anymore, are they? De repente, quizás la, lo, lo, los lados toscos de esas piedras no están ya ahí. Did you ever pick up a stone out of the out of the creek that's ah, been in there for a long time? Has tomado, has recogido una piedra de un arroyo que ha estado ahí por mucho tiempo? It's very smooth, isn't it? Que es tan fina, ¿no? Es <laughs> suave. But if that rock says, hey, I don't want to bump into this guy all the time. He's got so many sharp edges. I want to go someplace else. Let me just be on the banks and be away from all those people. And it jumps out of the river and sits on the bank. It may not have any more bumps and bruises from the people around him. But there won't be any change in his character either. Is that right? There's so many Christians that are in churches, but they don't want to get involved. They don't want to be committed. They don't want responsibility. They're in church, en iglesia, but no they don't want responsibility. Responsabilidad o no quieren compromiso. They don't want to take the responsibility that it, that it requires for God to work in their life. No quieren tomar la responsabilidad que toma para que Dios obre en tu vida. They're just spectators. Quieren ser espectadores. You see, it's the spectator, the football spectator, that dies of the heart attack while the players are out there getting all the exercise. Y es el espectador que está viendo el juego de fútbol que muere de un de un ataque al corazón mientras los demás están jugando en el campo. We have a wrong understanding of what church is all about. tenemos quizás un entendimiento erróneo de lo que es la iglesia. Church is a place where we come and get knocked and bruised and bumped and changed. La iglesia es el lugar donde venimos que somos nos, nos tropiezan, nos caemos, nos golpeamos, somos cambiados. Amen. Amen. Does that make sense to you? Tiene sentido. And it's this word of truth when God comes tries to reveal to us what we're really like. We don't want to receive it. Se llama la palabra de verdad cuando Dios quiere revelarnos en verdad lo que somos y no queremos recibirlo. We're very proud creatures. Somos criaturas muy orgullosas. From the fall of Adam and Eve, from the fall into sin, we've become a very proud uh, a creature. Y desde la caída de Adán y Eva, de la caída no de ellos, hemos llegado a ser a personas muy orgullosas. Someone said that pride is the only sickness in which Everyone else appears to be sick except for the person who has it. Y alguien dijo de que el orgullo es la única enfermedad en el que aparentemente todas las demás personas están enfermas menos el que el que el the one who has the sickness. Menos el que lo tiene, ¿no? Did you get that? Pride is the only sickness where the only that where everyone else appears to be sick except for the person who has that sickness. El orgullo es esa enfermedad en que aparentemente todos alrededor están enfermos menos la persona que en verdad está enferma. So this, maybe this week, just write down or take note, mental note of the kind of people God has put you with. Esta semana quizás escribe, anota, quizás una lista de las personas, de la clase de personas que Dios especially the ones you like to avoid and start to think maybe that's the very person God is using to show you what you're like Amen. 
Y penetra en la palabra, deja que la palabra de verdad te muestre en verdad tu vida. Amen. The, the second the, the sixth uh, title we had we studied for the word of God is the word of patience. Y otra expresión que usábamos el número 6 fue la palabra de paciencia. And where Jesus says because you've held you you've kept the word of my patience I'll also keep you. Y Jesús dijo por cuanto ha guardado la palabra de mi paciencia yo también And it's important for us to understand that when God speaks, when He gives His promises, um, we often think that that means it's going to be fulfilled right away, instantly, the next moment. But that's not the way it works. It's called the word of His patience. Remember what kind of patience God has. A thousand years to the Lord que mil años para Dios is like one day. es como un día And one day like a thousand years. y un día es como mil años God's ways are different. los caminos de Dios son diferentes When he speaks, cuando Él habla y revela lo que va a hacer Él quiere que Tomemos esa palabra y que nos agarremos de ella, no importa lo que tome. And the story that we studied was the life of Joseph. Y estudiamos la, la, la historia de la vida de José. He had two dreams. Él tuvo dos sueños. Two dreams. Dos sueños. And yet it was many years later before those dreams were fulfilled. Sin embargo, fueron muchos años después en que, hasta que esos dos sueños fueron, se cumplieron. But Joseph held on to those words. Pero José se aferró a esa palabra. He held esa on palabra. to that promise. Él se aferró a esa promesa. So that even when things seemed to be totally contrary to what God had said. Y aun cuando todas las cosas parecían ser contrarias a lo que Dios dijo. God blesses him. He's trusting God. Él confió en Dios. And God blesses him wherever he's at. Y Dios le bendijo donde quiera que él estuvo. It was years before he ever saw the fulfillment of those dreams. Fueron años después hasta que él vio el cumplimiento de esos sueños. But he, by holding on to God's promise. Pero al aferrarse a estas promesas de Dios. God's promise worked in him, changed his character. Estas promesas de Dios obraron en él, cambiando su carácter. So that in the end, when his brothers came and And were so afraid. What would happen when, since uh, uh, since they had done so much wrong to Joseph? Y lo, lo que pasó fue que al final, cuando sus hermanos vinieron, ¿no? y que habían hecho tanto mal a, a José. And they came falling down before Joseph and said, "Joseph, please, our dad says don't kill us. Have mercy on us." Y ellos se postraron ante José, clamando, diciendo, "José, no nos mates. Nuestro padre dice que nos perdones." Joseph just began to weep. The Bible says in Genesis 50. Dice la Biblia en Génesis capítulo 50 de que José empezó a llorar. Not out of bitterness and anger and, 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 and uh, thing, that kind of an attitude. No por amargura o ira o exactitud. Imagine how evil they had been to Joseph. Imagínese todo el mal que, que, por el que pasó José. I mean, Joseph could have been very bitter at that situation. Y José pudo haberse amargado por toda esa situación. But he looked at him and he wept when he saw how they were afraid of him. Pero José les miró y lloró cuando vio el temor con el que estaban ante él. He said, "Listen, you guys meant it for evil, but God has a purpose. He meant it for good." Y José le dijo, "No, um, a ustedes lo ustedes you meant it for evil. A ustedes lo, lo hicieron para uh, maldad, para maldad, no, para but, mal. But God meant it for good. Pero Dios 
lo tornó todo para bien. He was by holding on to that word and never doubting, even though everything was just the opposite for many years. Y eso sostuvo en esa palabra y nunca dudó y aunque pasó por muchos años. Joseph was able to keep his spirit sweet. José pudo mantener su espíritu dulce. Even towards the worst of his enemies. Aún hasta quizás el peor de sus enemigos. So the question we had, uh, are, are we determined to hold on to the heavenly vision until the end? Number six. La pregunta que nos hicimos fue que estamos determinados a agarrarnos a esa visión celestial hasta el final. One of the promises he's given us is that Jesus Christ is coming back soon. Una de las promesas que nos da de que Jesucristo viene pronto. How many are still holding on to that promise? ¿Cuántos todavía se sostienen a esa promesa? In Hebrews it says he's coming back for those who love his appearing. Hebreo dice de que él viene de vuelta por aquellos que aman su su aparición. And he's and we may think well, you know, I thought he was going to come back years ago. He still hasn't come. I guess he's not coming. No, but his promise is sure. He works all things together for good to those who love him. But I don't see anything good in my life right now. It looks like a big mess. He works it all together. He has a purpose. Many Christians try to put that promise to be fulfilled here on earth. That's not the way it works. It may be here that God shows us and it all turns together for good. It may not be down here. Puede que acá Dios nos muestre de que todo se torna para bien, pero quizás no también puede ser acá. It's like a tapestry. Es como un, un yeah, weaving. Maybe so. Is that tapestry? Is that tapestry? In Spanish? What is it? Huh? Un tapecio? Un tapecio, no? Yeah, where one side is a beautiful portrait or a picture or a scenery. One side of it. Yeah. Right, and it's very and it's beautiful on one side. A whole bunch of different colored threads that make that design. Y los de colores, ¿no? De que, que forman eso. But on the back side of that tapestry, Pero atrás de ese tapestry, all you see is a bunch of strings hanging down. Todo lo que miras quizás son un montón quizás de, de hilos que están colgando, ¿no? With no meaning at all. Que no tienen quizás, no, no ve significado. That's the way we often see our life. A veces a menudo así vemos nuestra vida. But the Bible says, when Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then we'll appear with him in glory. Pero dice que, que cuando Cristo, cuando aparezca, que es nuestra vida, entonces nosotros apareceremos también con Él en gloria. Be a day we see far more Va a ser ese el día en que vamos a ver todo muy claro. And he is going to work it all together for good. Y Él va a hacer que todo obre para bien. Let's look at the seventh one today in, in uh, Philippians chapter 2 and verse 16. Y veamos el número 7 hoy en, en Filipenses capítulo 2, verso 16. Philippians chapter 2 and verse 16. <clears throat> it says this holding forth the word of life that I may rejoice in the day of Christ that I have not run in vain neither labored in vain dice asidos de la palabra de vida para que en el día de Cristo yo pueda gloriarme de que no he corrido en vano ni en vano he trabajado the question we have here what is increasing in our life which is increasing in our life? 
Our knowledge or our ability to live what we know. When I was teaching in a school back in Washington, D.C., in a Christian school, a Christian school. There was one girl, she was a very bright girl. She must have been probably about uh, 10 or 11 years old at the time. And uh, a very bright girl. She, and she, she, was, she was alert to the things of God, sensitive to the presence of God, and she loved to come to church even more than her parents did. Always getting her parents up early on Sunday to get them to go to church on time. She was one of those ones one of those young people that, that, that after church was over she always had questions about the message that was being preached. Always so excited to come to church. All of a sudden there was one, one Sunday uh, she stayed in her room and her parents said well it's time to go to church. And to their surprise she said I'm not going to church today. I don't want to go to church today. And they, they, they ask her, well, why? What's wrong? Why don't you want to go to church? You're the one who's always woken us up early so we can go. Why don't you want to go now? And she kind of hung her head and he said, well, let me tell you why. She says, I've been learning so much about Jesus and about what he wants for me. That I don't have any time to live it. I don't have any time to do it. I'm learning more than I'm able to do. So I want some time to get caught up in doing the things that I know. I don't know if you ever felt like that. Where you, you know so much from God. You've spent time in church. You've learned certain things. And you just see how much of it is just not in your life yet. Que conoces tanto de Dios, pasas tiempo en la iglesia, has aprendido y, y, y and it's not in our life yet we, we know more than we're able to do we know more than we're able to put into practice and Joel it says there's a curse in the land there's so much seed that's been sown in the ground that it, the, the seed that's been there hasn't had a chance to take root and grow. And now the seed is starting to get rotten. God wants us to understand something. This word is not simply to fill our minds with. It's to fill our life with. To fill our life with. Holding forth the word of life that I may rejoice in the day of Christ that I have not run in vain neither labored in vain. Look with me in the Gospel of John chapter 5. Jesus came 
The Bible says he came at in due time. He was born the son of, 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 of a virgin. La Biblia dice de que Jesús a su debido tiempo vino nacido de virgen. It was at the right time. O sea que era en el tiempo apropiado. What made that time so right? ¿Qué hizo ese tiempo tan tan apropiado? Need to understand that he also came to the Jews. He didn't come for the whole world. When he came, the Bible says he came to his own, but his own knew him not. Hay que entender que vino por los judíos, no vino por por todo el mundo, sino de que se la Biblia que a los suyos vino, pero los suyos no le conocieron. What was so right about the time that Jesus came? ¿Qué era tan apropiado del del, del tiempo del momento que Jesús vino? Why could Why couldn't he have came a hundred years earlier, two hundred years earlier? ¿Por qué no vino cien, doscientos años más antes? Or why not later? on in time in history más adelante en la historia what made that time so unique for Jesus to come qué hizo ese tiempo tan especial para Cristo que viniera it would take us a while to explain all the details involved in that but we need to understand something about the Jewish people at that time nos tomaría mucho tiempo quizás explicar todos los detalles que envuelve eso pero hay que entender desde que about the Jewish people during the time that Jesus came. You see, of all the nations, and even to this day, of all the nations, de todas las naciones, there's only been one nation that had laws given directly from God. Is that right? See? There's a lot of nations that maybe have, like America boasts of having a uh, Christian heritage. Y quizá muchas naciones como que están en América que se 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 jactan de tener una herencia cristiana. There's other nations that have basically some kind of a Christian foundation for what their government is based upon. Otras naciones que se tienen como una fundación cristiana en lo que el gobierno se basa. But there's never been a nation that received written laws directly from God. Pero nunca había una nación de que haya recibido leyes escritas directamente de Dios. Except for the Israelites. A excepción de Israel. The Jews. Los judíos. How many understand that? ¿Cuántos entendemos eso? They were chosen by God. Ellos fueron escogidos de Dios. They had received something from God that other nations never had the opportunity to receive. Recibieron algo de Dios que ninguna otra nación tuvo la oportunidad de recibir. They had laws given to them directly from God. Tenían leyes dadas a ellos directamente de Dios. There was no doubt in their mind, well, is this, you know, is this a good idea or not? It came from God. It's what he wanted. It was his will. No había duda en sus mentes que si esto era una buena idea o no, sino de que había sido algo que venía había venido directamente de Dios a ellos. They had all the laws. Tenían todas las leyes. They had all the knowledge of Todo what to do. Conocimiento de qué hacer. And throughout the Old Testament we see how even in spite of all that God had blessed them with, they went and worshiped other gods. Y a través del Viejo Testamento vemos que aun a pesar de todo lo que Dios les había bendecido, uh, aun así ellos habían tornado a adorar a otros ídolos. They began worshiping other idols. Adoraron otros ídolos. And God had to allow all of Israel to go into captivity for many years. Dios tuvo que permitir a Israel que fuera a cautividad por muchos años. And uh, with making a long story short, at, by the time the New Testament begins, y para hacer una historia larga corta, ¿no? Que para el momento que el Nuevo Testamento empieza, the Jewish people, the Israelites, are now slaves. They're actually not slaves. They're 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 they're, they're uh, part of another nation there being held almost like captives to the Roman nation. Los israelitas ahora son como digamos parte, eran como parte de otra nación, eran como cautivos quizás de de los romanos. They're not free. 
no son libres uh, to be their own nation like before. Para ser la nación como antes the era. Roman Empire ruled over them. El Imperio Romano regía sobre ellos. And but something had happened during the time they were in captivity. Pero algo había pasado durante el tiempo que habían estado en cautividad. Those that were, came out of that captivity, they didn't want to worship idols anymore. Aquellos que habían salido de esa cautividad no querían ya adorar otros ídolos. And there were a group of the Jews that became very zealous to know the ways of the Lord. Y, y era este fue el grupo de judíos que fueron muy celosos en, conoce, en conocer a uh, The ways of the Lord. Los caminos de Dios. They were the Pharisees. Los fariseos. They were a very zealous group of Jewish people. Was zealous for all the laws. Un grupo de judíos que eran muy celosos por todas las leyes. They even made little laws to help them understand how to keep God's laws. Aún ellos mismos hicieron pequeñas leyes para ayudar a entender cómo mantener las otras leyes. And by the time the New Testament begins in the point of history, the Jewish people are very extremely religious. Y para el momento en que el Nuevo Testamento empieza, el pueblo judío son un, un grupo de personas muy religiosas. The Pharisees leading the group and the priests leading the people with all kinds of religious things. Los fariseos como guías de todos los demás, no los sacerdotes guiando a todos los demás. They considered themselves to, to be experts in the word of God. Se consideraban sí mismos expertos en las escrituras. The scribes, uh, you see we read about them in the gospels. The scribes were those that made copies of the Bible and they were like the lawyers of the day. Los escribas eran aquellos que hacían copias de las escrituras, eran como los abogados de ese día. They knew the Bible by heart. Conocían the Old Testament that is. Las conocían de memoria, no el Viejo Testamento. They knew it all. Lo sabían todo. They, they considered themselves lovers of God and lovers of His Word. Zealous to do the will of to do God's Word. Only one problem. Pero un, con un problema. When the living Word, Jesus Christ, came, Cuando la palabra viva, Jesucristo vino, they couldn't receive Him. No pudieron recibirle. Why? ¿Por qué? Because all of their religion consisted in their knowledge of what they knew. Porque toda su religión consistía en el en el conocimiento de ellos, lo que sabían. And they had no interest in a relationship with God. Y no tenían interés en una relación con Dios. Their religion had everything to do with knowledge, but not in a relationship with God. Su religión tenía todo que ver con una con conocimiento, pero no una relación con Dios. They were very picky about doing everything just the right way. Y eran, tenían mucho cuidado ¿no? en, en que todo fuera hecho de la manera apropiada. They had all kinds of rules on, about the Sabbath day, what they could do, what they couldn't do. Tenían toda clase de reglas, como por ejemplo el sábado, lo que se podía y no podían hacer. They had rules about how to wash their hands before eating. Tenían reglamentos de cómo lavarse las manos antes de comer. They had rules about how to wash the pots and pans, the only holy way to do it. Reglas para cómo lavar aún la, la, las panas y todo, ¿no? Para antes, ah, How to do it? The whole way to do todo, it. ¿no? They had all kinds of rules and regulations. Tenían toda clase de reglamentos. And when Jesus came, y cuando Jesús vino, they criticized every single thing he did. Criticaron cada cosa que él hizo. He heals people on the Sabbath day. 
sanó, Jesús sanó a personas en el día del sábado. A man who hasn't walked for 38 years. Un hombre que no ha caminado por 38 Jesus años. Jesus says, "Pick up your bed and walk." Jesús le dice, "Toma, toma tu cama y anda." How many anda. think that man was excited to be able to pick up his bed and walk? ¿Cuántos creen que ese hombre estaba estaba lleno excitado por caminar? He was excited. Estaba excitado. I mean, the first time he was able to walk in 38 years. La primera vez que iba a caminar después de 38 años. Picks up his whole little bed and is walking around with it, so excited. Tomó la cama y empezó a andar por ahí lleno de emoción. But it was the Sabbath day. Pero era el día de reposo, el sábado. You're not supposed to carry your bed on the Sabbath day. No estás supuesto a llevar la cama en el día de reposo. They said, "Who told you to carry your bed?" Y ellos preguntaron, "¿Quién te dijo que llevara la cama?" They couldn't even see the miracle of a man who was set free. Y aún pudieron ver el milagro de un hombre que había sido libertado. Jesus says, "You strain at a gnat and you swallow a camel." You strain at a gnat and swallow a camel. You pick out you pick out the little tiny bugs and you swallow a whole camel. Jesús dijo no que 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 escogían no que que criticaban quizás todas las cosas pequeñas no. And then he swallowed a camel. Pero se tragaba un camello no. That's exactly what these people were. Y eso es exactamente lo que estas personas eran. They knew all the words of the law. Sabían todas las palabras de la ley. And they checked Jesus on everything he did. Pero estaban tenían chequeaban a Jesús en todo lo que hizo. But for as much as they said they loved this word. Pero tanto como ellos aseguraban amar esta palabra. They couldn't recognize the living word that was walking right in their midst. No pudieron reconocer esa palabra viva que caminó en medio de ellos. They couldn't see him. No pudieron verlo. They criticized him. Le criticaron. They got up his disciples they're walking through a, a, a cornfield one day and they pick some ears or some grain. They pick some grain and rub it in their hands and they're eating it with unwashed hands and and uh, the, the Pharisees they say, "What's wrong with your disciples?" Un día sus discípulos pasaron por un campo de maíz y tomaron algunos algunos granos, los tomaron en sus manos sin lavarse, las comieron y ellos dijeron, "¿Qué ¿Qué pasa con tus discípulos? What's wrong with these guys? ¿Qué pasa con ellos? Don't they know what holiness is? Que no saben lo que es la santidad, le dijeron. And there's Jesus himself. Y ahí Jesús. He says you don't understand. Ellos no entienden. He was the living word. Él era la palabra viva. And they couldn't see it. Y no pudieron verlo. Do you think perhaps the same thing can happen to us? Y creen quizás de que lo mismo nos puede pasar a nosotros. Think about it. You think it's possible for us to Think that just because we know now certain things, that that means we have life. Creen que quizás porque pensamos de que porque sabemos ciertas cosas de que por eso tenemos vida. Same thing definitely can happen to us. Y lo mismo definitivamente nos puede pasar. In John five verse thirty-nine. En Juan capítulo cinco, versículo Jesus scolds the Pharisees. He rebukes the Pharisees. Jesús, aquí Jesús reprende a los fariseos. He says in verse 39, "Search the Scriptures, for you think that you have eternal life, and they are they which testify of me. But you will not come to me that you might have life." Y le dice en verso 39, dice escudriñar las escrituras, porque a vosotros os parece que en ellas tenéis la vida eterna. Y ellas son las que dan testimonio de mí. Y él le dice, no queréis venir a mí para que tengáis vida. They couldn't get it. No podían entenderlo. They were more satisfied with knowing 
than they were in receiving or drinking of that life that was in their midst. Más satisfechos en conocer, saber que en tomar, ¿no? uh, o recibir de esa vida. And God has to show us in our life how much of our life is just pure religion and what we've learned and makes us think we're better than others and how much of it is really a relationship with the living word of God. In John chapter 6, en, en Juan capítulo 6 Jesus makes this statement. Jesús hace esta declaración. He says uh, uh, he's be talking about the bread that Moses gave. Verse 32. Then Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Moses gave you not that bread from heaven, but my Father giveth you the true bread from heaven. Hablando del pan que Moisés dio. En verso verse 32. En el verso 32. Le dice, Jesús les dijo, de cierto, de cierto os digo, uh, no os dio Moisés el pan del cielo, mas mi Padre nos da, os da el verdadero pan del cielo. And he says, for the bread of God is he which cometh down from heaven and giveth life unto the world. Y le dice, porque el pan del cielo es aquel que desciende del cielo y da vida al mundo. And Jesus says unto them, they, they said unto the Lord, evermore give us that bread. Y le dijeron ellos, danos siempre este pan. And Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. Y Jesús le dijo, yo soy el pan de vida. You see? And he goes on and says some very interesting expressions here. And you, you have to understand what was taking place at this time. Y, y continúa y dice diferentes cosas muy interesantes. Y hay que entender lo que estaba pasando en este momento. And he, said, he says, I'm the bread of life. Él dijo, yo soy el pan de vida. He says, unless you eat of me and drink of me, you won't have any life. Y él dijo, a menos que comáis de mí o que bebáis de mí, no, no vas a tener vida. In verse 53. En verso 53. Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink of his blood, you have no life in you whoso eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood hath eternal life and I will raise him up the last day for my flesh is meat indeed and my blood is drink indeed in verse 57 as the living father hath sent me and I live by the father so he that eateth me even he shall live by me he's saying that the way he was all, the life he had was a fellowship he had with his father and he was explaining that that living relationship is like eating he says in the same way I live by my father I eat of my father That's the way you need to be with me. Así como, así mismo como yo tomo, bebo, uh, como de mi padre, así mismo tienen que beber de mí. Dijo. And the Bible says, in verse 60, that many of the disciples, there were more than 12 at that time, there were many disciples that were following him, and most of them all went away. Y nos dice en el verso 60 la Biblia de que en ese momento sus discípulos, que eran más de 12 en ese momento, que todos se fueron. They realized he, God requires something more from us than just learning how to do things. Se dieron cuenta de que Jesús dijo que tenía que ser parte de algo mucho más que simplemente saber aprender cosas. He wants us to have a living relationship. Miró a los 12 que, que quedaban y le dijo. ¿Queréis acaso iros también los vosotros? Simon Peter answered him and said, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. Y Simón Pedro le dijo, Señor, ¿a quién iremos? 
Tú tienes palabra de vida eterna. There's a lot more we want to share about this idea of, of life. Y es más que, que queremos compartir acerca de esta idea de vida. And what this life is that God wants us to have. Y lo que es esta vida que Dios quiere que tengamos. And to be able to discern the difference when it's just knowledge that we're being filled with or whether it's really life that's coming inside. Y poder discernir la diferencia de cuando solamente es conocimiento lo que nos está llenando y, o, o cuando realmente vida lo que está dentro de nosotros. In John 17, just one more verse and we'll, we'll close with this for today. In John 17 and verse 3. En Juan 17, vamos a este verso más antes de cerrar. Jesus explains that eternal life has nothing to do with time and a place where we're going to go. En Juan 17 aquí Jesús explica de que la vida eterna no tiene nada que ver con el tiempo. Yeah, a lot of times when we talk about eternity or eternal life, we think it will go to heaven one day. A veces cuando hablamos de la vida eterna, ¿no? Uh, pensamos de que acerca de del cielo cuando vamos. Yeah, we'll go to heaven. That's eternal life when we go to heaven. Esa es eterna, la, la vida eterna, el cielo cuando But eternal cuando life is not measured by time. Pero la, la vida eterna no se mide por medio del tiempo. It's measured by quality. Sino de que se mide por la calidad. The way I like to explain it is like this. Y me gusta explicarlo así. Is, is, uh, the fact that every one of us, every man, woman, and child that's ever breathed and had a life in this, li in this world, they're going to live forever. El hecho de que cada hombre, cada mujer, cada niño de que haya vivido en, este, en esta tierra, ¿no? De que va a vivir para siempre. Yeah, everyone is going to live forever. Cada uno va a vivir para siempre. And, and in essence, we can say, use, using the term very loosely, they're going, everyone is, everybody's going to have eternal life. Y en esencia podemos decir, quizás usando el término un poco ligero, ¿no? Todo el mundo tiene vida eterna. Everyone's going to live forever. Todos van a vivir para siempre. So what's the difference? ¿Cuál es la diferencia? The difference is the quality of life they're going to have. La diferencia es la calidad de vida que van a tener. So there are some that are going to live in a place called hell forever. Algunos quizás van a vivir en un lugar llamado el infierno. And the quality of life there is so bad; it's called eternal death. Y la calidad de vida es tan mala de que es llamada la vida, la muerte eterna. But there's others that are going to live in the presence of God. Pero otros van a vivir en la presencia de Dios Forever. para siempre. That's eternal life. Eso es eterna, vida eterna. The we want to ask y lo que nos queremos preguntar es, is how much of that life is in us? ¿cuánto de esa vida está ahora en nosotros? Not whether or not if we die we'll go to heaven and so on. I mean, if you're born again, that's a promise. He's promised us eternal life with Him. No, no, que si morimos vamos al cielo. No, no, que si, si hemos, hemos, hemos nacido de nuevo él nos promete vida eterna. But the question is, how much of His life is in us now. La pregunta es cuánto de su vida está en nosotros ahora. What is eternal life? ¿Qué es la vida eterna? In verse 3 Jesus explains this is what eternal life really is. En verso en el verso 3 Jesús explica dice esta es la vida eterna. He says and this is life eternal that they might know thee the only true God in Jesus Christ whom thou hast sent. And he's not talking about knowledge, he's talking about intimate relationship. Y él le dice, y esta es la vida eterna que te conozcan a ti, el único Dios verdadero. Y no solamente habla de conocimiento, sino de una relación, ¿no? Right? No, referring to a, a relationship with him. Una relación con él. That's what he wants from us. Eso es lo que él quiere de nosotros. He came to the Jews at a time when their knowledge and their religiosity abounded more than ever before. Él vino a los judíos en un tiempo en que el conocimiento y su religiosidad abundaba. And the height 
of their religiosity and all that they knew of God's word up here, they crucified the very living word of life, Jesus Christ. But all that took place for us. Y todo eso sucedió para nosotros. That through his death, para que a través de su muerte, he might offer us his life forever. He's the bread of life. This book is not just a book to fill our mind with. But to fill our life with. To experience God with. As the disciples understood what Jesus was saying, those 12 that stayed with him. He said, Lord, to whom else can we go? You have the words of eternal life. Amen. Let's all stand. Let's challenge ourselves this week. I don't think it's a matter like that little girl who said, well, I, I've got to you know, stay away from church for a while and get, get caught up on everything I've learned. Llegar a alcanzar a todo lo que yo sé, que mi vida está con lo que yo sé. Or not, not reading the Bible anymore until we can practice what we've already read. O de que no vamos a leer la Biblia más hasta que podamos practicar todo lo que hemos leído. No, it's never increasing experience. No es una experiencia que va en aumento. The more we expose ourselves to God's presence. Lo más que nos exponemos a la presencia de Dios. more of His life we can receive. Lo más de su vida que podemos recibir. Reading this book should be more than just reading a textbook. It's a living book. It's a word of life. Y leer este libro debería ser más que leer como cualquier libro de texto. It's a word of life. Es una palabra de vida. It's a relationship. Es una relación with Jesus Christ. Con Jesucristo. Let's give ourselves to the Lord today. Vamos a entregarnos a él hoy. And let's just realize this afternoon that He alone is our life today. Vamos a entender esta tarde de que él solo él es nuestra vida. He just wants us to fall in love with him. Solo desea de que nos enamoremos de él. To get to know him. Llegar a conocerle. Are you hungry to know him? Last week the Lord spoke to us about that. Tienes hambre de conocerle. La semana pasada Dios nos habló de eso. Just that we'd be hungry for a relationship with Him, not just to know about Him, not just to become more and more religious, but to know Him. Do you really want to know Him? Deeper in love. That's a new song we've been trying to learn here. Deeper in love. Take me deeper, deeper in love with you. As we was reading in Psalms with my children this, this morning, we read a scripture in Psalms 42 that says, Deep calleth unto deep. Deep calls to deep. In other words, God has some, something there's, there's never ending experience with Jesus. It just gets deeper and deeper and higher and higher and wider and wider. 
que llega a terminar con Jesucristo sino de que siempre llega a ser más y más alta más y más profunda más y más ancha and at whatever time we feel we've learned enough and we've understood enough and we've got it all real nice neat in a little package it's at that time we've turned ourselves into Pharisees y cuando quiera que nos sintamos como que hemos aprendido suficiente como que ya uh, uh, sabemos lo suficiente y que nos portamos un poquito um, Orgulloso, ¿verdad? Quizás en ese momento en que tornamos, nos tornamos en fariseos. Let's ask the Lord to give us that hunger and thirst as we sing this song. Vamos a, vamos a pedir a Dios de que nos dé esa hambre mientras cantamos esta canción. Let's pray that our thirst for the Lord will even make other people thirsty as they see us. Oremos también de que mientras tenemos sed por Él, de que así mismo también cause tener sed a otros, así mismo mientras nos ven. Take me deeper, Lord. Can you say that with me? Take me deeper, Lord. Take me deeper, Lord. Take me deeper. Deeper in love with you. Jesus, hold me close in your embrace. Take me deeper, deeper than I've ever been before. I just want to love you more and more. How I long to be deeper in love. Take me deeper, Lord. Take me deeper, deeper in love. your embrace take me deeper Lord take me deeper deeper than I've ever been before I just want to love you more and more how I long to be deeper in love there is longing only you can fill a raging tempest only you can still my soul is thirsting Lord for more know you as I'm known drink from the river Flows before your throne. Sing it together. Take me deeper, Lord. Take me deeper, deeper in love with you. Deeper in love with you. Jesus, hold me close in your hand. Deeper than I've ever been before Deeper than I've ever been before I just want to love you more and more How I long to be deeper in love Sunrise to sunrise 
sunrise to sunrise I will seek your face drawn by your spirit drawn by your spirit to the promise of your grace to the promise of your grace my heart is found in you my heart is found in you a hope that will abide here in your presence here in your presence forever satisfied forever satisfied take me deeper lord take me deeper deeper in love with you jesus hold me close jesus hold me close in your embrace take me deeper lord take me deeper deeper than ever been before deeper than i've ever been before i just want to love you just want to love you more and more how i long to be deeper in love tell the lord with me how i long to be deeper in love tell the lord that you don't just want to be satisfied with knowledge just knowing it or just knowing that while I've gone to church I've done my duty I've fulfilled my job tell the Lord you want to be deeply in love with him not just in word but went down deep inside your soul a river of life that flows and it's real it's not pretend it's not just something you learned in a school it's a real life a life that grows grows higher and deeper and you'll find that the more that life grows the more hungry and thirsty you become how I long to be deeper in love how I long to be deeper in love how I long to be deeper in love Amen Father we just thank you for the word of life we want to be fed we want to eat of you and drink of you Lord Jesus queremos ser alimentados queremos beber comer de ti you are our life tú eres nuestra vida we want more of you and less of us queremos más de ti menos de nosotros thank you for the word of life today Lord gracias por la palabra de vida hoy and in this coming week Lord let us not just be forgetful hearers let us be effectual doers of that word esta semana que entra no nos dejes ser oidores que se olvidan Señor sino que seamos 
Hacedores, Señor, de tu palabra. Show us how to put it into action in our lives, Lord. Enseñanos cómo poner eso en acción en nuestra vida, Señor. Not just to please others that are around us, but because we want to please you. No para complacer a otros alrededor nuestro, sino de que complacerte a ti solo. Take us deeper in love with you, Jesus. Tómanos más profundamente en amor en contigo. Father, thank you for your people here today. Let these words remain in our hearts and bring life to us throughout this week. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God bless you all. Dios los bendiga. Yeah, there's cake, there's cake and uh, birthday cake. Tenemos un pastel de cumpleaños, listo. Amen for uh, our birthday boys today.